Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which we record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. All right, hey, just testing this. All looks pretty good over here. Levels sound good. What's this do? Ooh. That's better. All right. Just waiting for Jamie to get here. And then we'll roll. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, North one, two. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Viva! <laughs> that'd be a good sound effect for this, eh? Yeah. I'll speak. Yeah, that'd be so good. I just randomly heard... Um, do you want to wear should we wear these? Nah. nah. <laughs> I just randomly heard Viva North Melbourne on like ABC Radio and so. Oh really? really Did someone yeah. say sing it like that? There's like this old like olden days song. It's going Viva North Melbourne. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to the beard of pelvis. Shout outs pelvis. I Love know you're listening. Guy. He's not listening. <laughs> nah. He's not listening. He's oh, what's he running? Like, what's his phone set up? It, we've tried to get him to like film things for us before. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like we had to end up like filming. He had to, I don't know. He shot it on some fucking Android thing, and then like sent us like some HTML file, and we yeah. had to like <laughs> yeah. encrypt it and like put it onto some yeah. player, and then film it on a broken phone or some it's shit. It's like four pixels. Oh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's really. It's hard to, doing anything technical with him. With pelvis it is, yeah. But he does have a, a smartphone in a like wallet thing, in a smartphone wallet, which is pretty cool. What, he keeps his phone in a smartphone Yeah, a little, little leather thing that flips open. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. Yeah, <laughs> that is smart. Um, he, he, even getting him to get a flight is difficult. Oh, yeah, we've had a few dramas <laughs> there, haven't we? Yeah. God bless him. He kind of, he's a bit of a prima donna, isn't he? He really is, yeah. Yeah. And if you are listening, Pelvis, which you're probably not, um, you know we love you. We're just, but you are a little bit of a prima donna. Yeah, and within reason, he's a star of the show. He's a star. He's been a star of the show his whole life. He has. He's just used to it. It's sort of like, you know, when you've been like a famous actor for 30 years, you kind of you can't really help it. it you just end up becoming that guy a little bit. Yeah. He's he's a born entertainer. He's one of the yeah. one of the few people I've met in my life who is just like that guy is just born to entertain. Yeah. Yeah, and he's very funny. He is funny. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about him? Oh, yeah, the the morning that we started shooting the second season of our show, we were in Brisbane and um, he, we were sleeping at the foundry because we'd just been up at, up in Brisbane doing big sound and staying at the foundry and we were going to start shooting on the, the Saturday uh, and he called, it was the very first shoot day, he called Todd at like six in the morning or whatever, it was still yeah. dark. And he said, um, oh, Todd, I don't think I'm going to be able to make a shoot today, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you have what? to. We're shooting today. You've got to come. You have to come. Now I'm, uh, I'm crooking the guts. 
<laughs> no, mate, I'm crooking the guts, mate. I can't come down. I couldn't make the flight. <sighs> and it's literally like the first day of shooting, the only day we're shooting in Brisbane. Like it's impossible to recreate <laughs> yeah. that. But he came anyway. He missed he that did. flight though, didn't he? He missed, he the, missed flight, the flight. He missed the flight, had to book him another one. This yeah. is the prima donna stuff we're <laughs> talking about. He just doesn't really care. Yeah. What was the other one? There was another one that happened more recently. Oh, uh, it was like, oh, he's a, there's always, oh, there's train problems. Oh, right? yeah. He'll be able to get to the airport. For time. some reason, he got on a train that took five hours to get to Sydney. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, as soon as I've called them up. So you checked in, just go, get to the airport, run straight to things like, can I go to the lounge? I'm like, no, no. you can't go to the lounge, you fucker. No. You got to go straight to the gate because... There's just no time, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the prima donna in him too. He wants to go to the lounge. Yeah, classic. Have, have a champagne. Yeah, don't but, blame him. Nah. Um, big shout out to Road. Yeah. Um, who have given us... So we're doing the podcast from Todd's house now where we used to do it uh, all online. Um, I'm just going to put my headphones on for a sec. Yeah, the Road have given us this beautiful thing. It's called a Class A Servo Bias <laughs> no, Preamp. That's not what it's called. <laughs> that's just a feature. It's called a Roadcaster Pro. Oh, Roadcaster Pro. Okay, yeah. And it's really clean looking piece of yeah. tech. We're frothing. It's fucking sick. Like, how good's the screen? It's a great it's, little screen. Can I just say as well, I didn't read the instructions and figured out how to use it in about four seconds. Well, it looks so user friendly. Yeah, it is. And there's like a pad bank on the side, which we can load up with. It's got preset sounds in it, but like, that's the bird sound. Oh, that's after a joke. You just yeah. hit that. With a cheer. Yeah. But maybe we'll load it up with our own sounds once we will. Oh, you can, when does it stop? Just yeah, you just turn it off. Yeah. Oh. Um, but maybe we'll uh, we'll load up our own sounds. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like um, I was thinking like uh, the start of a Ja Rule song could be good. Like something like that. I don't know the song. Do everybody be living it up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> I couldn't hear it, but I know what you pressed. Yeah. Um, and I thought maybe like, Say song for me. <laughs> Corn could be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's better, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. What else can we do? Um, um, I thought maybe it's like a funny Larry David thing or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just him going. I okay. don't know. Just him saying something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a good That'd one. be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So cool. The, so, yeah, it's a sick machine. The possibilities um, are endless. Look, they haven't asked us to go on about it too much, but I'm just going to because it rules. Yeah, they haven't asked us at all, I don't think. Yeah. As far as I'm so, aware. No, but they yeah. gave it to us for free. Yeah, it's not an ad, but kind of is an ad because no. they gave it to us, but not yeah. really. Well, we're just giving them an ad. Yeah, without, without having been asked. So yeah, the Roadcaster Pro. Look, if you're looking to start a podcast out there, admittedly you're slightly do too it. late. Yeah. Don't do it. We were right at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. we were one of the last it's people that were thing. actually allowed to start podcasts. Like you know, like when there's like a concert and they sell like twenty thousand tickets, like someone's got to be the last person, which is pretty funny to think about. That's us. Yeah, that's us. Podcasting. We're the last two white dudes that are allowed to start a podcast. <laughs> That's it. We had to After write a full letter, like begging to be able to do it. <laughs> no yeah. more. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you are, maybe you're already doing a podcast and listening to this and you're like, oh, how can I make this better? You know? Yeah. And this is the way. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I just coffee. Got, yeah, great coffee. Thanks, man. Right. I just got an Uber. I got the same Uber driver twice. <laughs> it's the second time I've had him. <laughs> oh my God, I nearly spat out my coffee. It was wild. Like, Do you remember you? Uh, he 
He did actually, as it turns out. But <laughs> I brought it up with him first. Oh, okay. He's this like, he just like, I got in the car and goes, how you going, Jamie? You all right, mate? Oh, good. Good to hear, mate. Good to hear. Yeah, where are you off to? Oh, Brunswick, are you? Yeah, really well spoken. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, having a good weekend so far, mate? Or has it just been quiet or has it been going? That's I, like, really I, remember this, I remember this guy. Yeah. And I said, I think I've had you before, Ben. He goes, oh, I was going to say the same thing, Jamie. I think I remember you. I picked you and your girlfriend up and you were, and he remembered the whole thing. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. It's, a, it's a weird that that doesn't happen more often. Well, I, is it? I don't know. There's probably, <laughs> there's probably a million Uber drivers. I reckon it's weird. Is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you've still got the headphones on. Is yeah, it better yeah. with them on? Uh, I don't know. It definitely because I'm kind of jealous. I just, feel like I'm in the podcast. Yeah, like you're. Yeah, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Well, we can't have one with and one without. Well, put that's them on it. and yeah. let's just see how right, it goes. Well, uh, just talk amongst yourself for a minute. Okay. Um, Sorry about that. How's your week been? Oh, okay, that's better. Um, my week's been. Um, oh, got a new computer. You're looking oh, at it right now. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, yeah new Ferrari. Wow. Got a, kind of a funny story about it. You went the brand new Mac. Yeah, I've been meaning to for like years. Really? Yeah. People have things to say about them, don't they? Um, like? Like, I don't know. They've, I think like the the hardcore Mac fans kind of like, I mean, it's great to, it's great to have a, a new, new computer. <laughs> I'm not saying- Fuck it. you. No, no, it's great. It's awesome. It's beautiful. It's a yeah, nice piece of machinery. It's real nice. Um, I haven't really used it yet though. Apart good, from, the good keys. First, yeah, they've- That's well, one thing they complain about. They, but this is the good keys. Yeah, yeah. They, they've re- They got- the good keys are back. Yeah. The good keys are back in okay, town. Okay, good. And um, you got all the dongles? Well, I don't have any dongles yet. Yeah, so, so you I won't be able to use it. I can't use it. I you probably can't even charge re- it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't use it to record this podcast. I can't plug it into anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind You'll of- You'll have to go dongle shopping. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, they should just tell you when you get it. They're like, do you want a dongle? Because you won't be able to use this otherwise. It should just come with dongles all hanging off. Yeah, <laughs> it should. Yeah, they should just be dongling off. Um, so when I bought this, I go to like JB Hi-Fi in Brunswick. Yeah. Um, shout outs, Jake. Yeah. Um, Our friend Jake. Our friend Jake there. works yeah. there. Um, and do we just dox him? Nah. nah. It's only a doxing if you know who What's a doxing? I don't even know what that is. A doxing is when you give away someone's like personal information on the internet or oh. something like that. Maybe we did dox him. Yeah. You said no nah without knowing what doxing Yeah, was. whoops. Um, yeah, we can just edit that out or put in the quack sound. Doubt it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like the quack the sound. The quack sounds yeah. good. We should put the quack sound on there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Um, fuck, should I turn that heater off? Mm. Okay, so I go into JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. And um, I go to order this book, MacBook, right? And it comes in two colors. And I'm like, right. can I just get the whatever model um, uh, in space gray? And um, she's like really helpful. She goes out the back, has a look and comes out and goes, oh, we don't have it in stock. Like it's in some other stores, but... We don't have it. I could check if they've got if we've got the silver. And I said, "Oh no, that's cool. I'll just go to another store." And she goes, "Space gray or dye? Is it?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I can't imagine you yeah, respond to all of that." I was like, "Oh, it's like I got really thrown off by that." And I walked out like with a chip on my shoulder. I was like, "It's fucking. It's not space gray or dye. Like, it's so extreme. It's not like I made a scene about it or anything like that, too." Yeah. She was um, just trying to be cool, like have a bit of like... Yeah, cool I know. She was trying to relate to me. Bands. She got it wrong. Bands, they call yeah, it on Love Island. But the story keeps going. So I call um, JB Hi-Fi in Burke Street in the city, which is one of the shops that's meant to have 
one in stock. Yeah. And I, I call up and I go, hey, do you have like the MacBook Pro in, sto- in stock? And he goes, I'll just go check for you. And I go, in space gray. And he just cracked up laughing. <laughs> Why? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, is this a weird thing to be doing? Just asking for a color? Like it's, it feels so normal to me. And then I just got like ridiculed. Yeah. Yes. I guess, I guess if it were me, I'd say space gray. And they said, we only have silver. And I'd say, that'll do. Yeah. That's, yeah. But um, but you know, you want what you want. You pay a lot of money for it. Yeah, exactly. And like, are people calling up and they're going, "What color would you like?" And they're going, "I don't care. You choose." Maybe. Yeah, maybe some people would. Yeah. Not everyone. Not everyone would care. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's the story about the MacBook. Thank you. <laughs> I had a dream last night that you um, were being really mean to me. Really? Yeah. It sucked. Oh. It was like really close to the time I woke up. Like it was just before. Damn. Yeah. I wonder where that's coming from. I don't know. Because it's not true or anything. And maybe it's like a flip around where like, I feel like I've been mean to you or something. Oh, do you? Nah. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was kind of a dream I don't have often. So mm. that happened. Yeah, that's a weird one. Mm. I m- always make the mistake of um, like when someone tells me they have a dream, I Google it for them because mm. I like Googling dream meanings. But the meaning is like more often than not quite personal and negative mm. and usually true as well. Mm. So... Sometimes I Google it and then I don't read it out because I've read it ahead of them. And then I think, oh, yeah. And then I just say I couldn't find it or something. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes it's, it, it, the, yeah. It's amazing how often those things are true. I use dreammoods.com mm. and um, shout outs. Shout outs, dream moods. It's got so many, uh, like, just when you think, oh, that dream's too specific. It's mm. not. Mm. You just look for the key symbol and it's, in, it's on that website. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, it's 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 been it's proven to be true so many times for me. Um, I had my tarot cards read really? the other day. Yeah, how'd that go? Um, really good. Um, it was like I'll show it to you. Who read them? Carla. Nice. And so, um, hang on one sec. So it was this like the hermit. So that's like past, present, future. Yeah. So the hermit was my past. This devo guy with his head in his hands is my. <laughs> Is my present. Yeah, okay. But the star is the future. Oh, that's so cool. So that's pretty cool because I was thinking if that came in a different order, that would have been kind of shitty. Like oh the my star God. and then and then like the hermit and then Devo guy. Oh, <laughs> terrible yeah. order. So I felt really good about that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then someone went after me and they got the death card. Oh. Yeah. Which apparently... Like, no, that, yeah, that death, means de- figuratively. death of old shit. Yeah. Beginnings of that Great. Kind of shit. Bring it on. Yeah. Jeez, I love <laughs> yeah. the death of old shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, do you feel like you've been the guy with your head in your hands? Um, in some ways, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking... I was thinking about it in terms of my love life. Oh, okay. So it was just like the hermit, devo, <laughs> bright future. You know? Yeah. Love life's been a bit quiet, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been a bit on the quiet we can go side. Into it. Yeah, it's been quiet. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Oh, that's a shame. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well. What do you What do you do? You got the double the double porn screen over there. Yeah. Chuck <laughs> yeah. on two at the same time. Yeah, exactly. I've got actually three computers running simultaneously right yeah. now. If you haven't noticed, so that could be something to do with it. Yeah. Um, well, I just kind of put faith in the in the gods of the tarot cards. Yeah. And just you know. Keep my head in my hands for a while and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It'll come when you least expect it. <laughs> That's what you never know what's around the corner. You never know what's around the corner. When you when you finally just 
go, oh, I give up. Um, that's when thing, good things happen, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I think that's what the card means. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I've had a bit of a I've had a bit of a weird week. I've, oh, yeah? I've like you know just when sometimes the the clouds come through. I've got the clouds. I'm a bit mm. cloudy. I'm I'm sick of being busy. Yeah. And then someone says, "What are you so busy with?" And it's like, "Yeah, exactly." I'm like just at home all the time. Yeah. I'm just working on a bunch of things and um and not dealing that well with it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Just like feeling like ugh, just a bit swamped. Yeah. Overwhelmed. And yeah, and it's not with anything. I'm not like trying to crack a code to like fix cancer or something like that. Just um. Just like different projects and stuff, but I'm just feeling a bit overwhelmed. I'm just feeling like crawling up into a ball a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I know that feeling. I hate that. Um, have you had any like time off during the week? Not really. I yeah. mean, little bits and pieces, but prob- probably not enough. I might actually um, hire a car and take a drive tomorrow, I think. Mate, do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, did that last weekend. It was fucking sick. Yeah. Get like just out of the city. Yeah. I think that's what it, it is, you know. Need a day off. Yeah. You need time away from everything. Yeah. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm like this hard working, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's not, that's not what I'm saying. It's just, you know, even just small tasks sometimes just kind of all, yeah. all, all add up. And really? I guess also I'm not really taking into account the fact that we've been just, you know, stuck indoors for months. Yeah. Months. Yeah. It's getting lame, isn't it? It's Little getting bit. so lame. A little bit. New normal's lame as fuck. I don't, I, I don't. I think lame is a non PC term. Oh, put the quack sound in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, that's good to know. Thank you. Because mm. it's like um, it makes sense, I guess. Because lame is someone who doesn't have the use of all their limbs, limbs or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Is that what it means? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. Well, it's a very commonly used words, so it's I it guess is. good to yeah let people know. Yeah, mm. ableism. I think maybe it's called. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. Not to worry. Yeah. Not to worry. It's a, it's, every day's a school day. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. It is getting a bit old. It's getting a bit old. But uh. Caught up with an old school friend this week as well. Oh yeah. That was great. Cool. Big. Sh- he listens to this podcast, which was a funny surprise. Is he one? Is he? I won't dox him. I won't say his last name. <laughs> is he one? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. shout outs to Izzy. It was good really on you, good. Izzy. Look, I haven't seen him for over 10 years. Shit. And he and I grew up really close t- to one another. We went to primary school. We went to high school. We bonded over our, um, you know, like we grew up on the Gold Coast. So it's quite a like, quite a, a masculine kind of, you mm. know, like mm. everyone was into sports and blah, blah, blah. And like we connected as did our small group of friends. As I did with you and all the other friends that I have now, you know, as a result of like not really fitting into that yeah. that um, mold, and um, and you know when you meet up with someone who you haven't seen for that long, there's no guarantee that you're still gonna get on. Yeah, it's a new guy. I was seeing a new guy. Yeah, a lot of time, ten years. Yeah, it's a lot of time. But we 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 hung out, and um, he came over with a with a with gifts, which was so nice. He came over with a big bag full of T two T's. Great move. And a and like Love a that. tea, like a not a tea maker, but like a tea thing, just like presents, a teapot for the house. That's so the girls sweet. were stoked. I was stoked, yeah. and he came over with a synth for me to play with because he collects synths, and he's yeah. like, "Just look after this for a while. Have, have a play with it." Fuck, huge, a, huge move. That's like it's a really um, thoughtful, like solid move. Yeah, um, wish I did it more. To be honest, yeah, it was really nice. And, and how's the catch up? It was great. We we went to um we we walked up. We walked across to the Botanical Gardens and just took a walk, sat on a bench, looked out over the, the lake and just like chatted a little bit about old times, but also just kind of caught up on 
what's going on. It turns out we still have a lot in common and a lot to relate. Beautiful. Over. Yeah, it was awesome. I can love catching up with old friends, hey? It's so nice. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I haven't done a whole heap of it, but mm. it was really nice. Yeah. And just like I did that, I did a thing with Callum recently. Shout out Callum. Shout out Callum. Um, we did a the similar thing where we just went for a walk down in Brunswick and just sat on a bench and just literally sat there for like an hour and a half and just talked. It was so fun. It's nice. Yeah, it's a classic, isn't it? That's like, that's just the bench chat. It goes, yeah. It goes back in time. Yeah. It's nice to be able to connect to friends properly. Mm. I did a similar thing because Callum just moved to Austria. Consider yourself doxxed, Callum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go find him in Salzburg. <laughs> and I caught up with him before he went as well. It was really nice. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful. Consider yourself doxxed. Yeah. That's maybe the episode name. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, hey, so... <clears throat> Uh, we've got um, Chochi coming on the pod today. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to call him in using this new machine. Yeah. So um, I've tested it twice yesterday, three times. Great. What, what is the worked. audio quality like? Um, it sounds like he's on a phone call. Yeah. It's not that much we can do about it. It's but right. it, it'll, it'll, it'll sound okay. The yeah. time lag? Nah, it's good. Oh. No time lag and we'll FaceTime him so we can see him. Okay. Um, the only thing is... Um, I bet you something goes wrong this time. Like that's just what normally happens there. Yeah. But I did, you know, maybe by saying that I anti-jinxed us or something. But let's give it a go. Um, you you want to do it now? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking we'd sit on these benches and yeah, then- Yeah, so we can see them. Yeah, and then I'll rest the phone against the computer. Okay. All right. So, okay. Let's get Chachi on the line. Oh, he just messaged me. Ready when you are. Oh, that's kind of cool. Hey. Oh, Chachi. what's up? What's good? Hey. Hold on. My headphones aren't connecting. One sec. That's all right. What? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Um, just going to pause and check your audio is recording. One sec. Hey, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's how good this shit is. Man, that's, in, like, that's so cool. You could do like... FaceTime like writing sessions that way through this machine. Yeah, it seems like you could. Um, I don't that even. Was, that was pretty. Sorry, you go. I'm not even sure how this like how the hell you can hear what's going on. Uh, like, oh, don't worry. I'm gonna have a snorgasm <laughs> talking about that. But it's Dude, it, it sounded it sounded like a recording in my ears. Like it sounded like I I pressed play on a video or like a song. Wow, yeah. that's great. Wow, yeah, that's a nice hoodie. I like that hoodie. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're looking fresh, man, as always. Thank you, man. I'm loving yellow right now. I just got a whole bunch of yellow fits, yellow bed sheets. Really? Yeah. You've changed the whole you've changed the whole thing over to yellow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like it. Um I like ran into someone when I moved back here late last year. Um uh, I met some random person somewhere, I can't remember where, and they were like, I like your yellow. You know yellow's the color of new beginnings. And I was like, oh, oh, crazy. I did yeah. not know that. I, I just started, I just liked yellow and just thought I'd get yellow everything. Fucking what? yellow. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking he's hot, holding dude. up some Nike TNs, yeah, yellow and black. Real hot. Yeah. That's not I even changed, even changed my strings to 10 gauge to keep up with the yellow. Yellow Jesus. slinky 10 gauge string. Wow. So yeah. you really are taking this yellow thing seriously. You got yellow glasses on too. Are they yellow or like cream? Yeah. I actually just realized too, I'm fucking... Um, Wearing some fucking eye eye patch, oh, yeah. fucking black and eye things that <laughs> I totally want to take off. But yeah, well, nice. what they get rid of the bags under your eyes? Yeah, man. 
Nice. I get pretty pretty bad dark ones. Do you? Were you not sleeping? No. Oh, I've been sleeping great for a while. Um, I just think uh, just from when I was younger, I, I just never slept uh, when I was younger. And I went through like a few years. I would exercise and go to the gym at like 10 p.m. Yeah. And I would wonder why I couldn't sleep. So I'd think, oh, man, I'm, I've got fucking sleeping problems. Sleep oh. apnea. Yeah. But no, I was just exercising late at night, and that's like taking yeah. five cups of coffee. Yeah, you're getting pumped at, at night, and then yeah. yeah, and then it's hard to sleep. I get like that when I play Mario Kart at night. Um, <laughs> I should, I really shouldn't play it just before bed because it's a real adrenaline rush. <laughs> have you got a switch? I got a switch. Tell me you have one. Uh, yeah, I got one. Do you play yeah. Mario Kart? Uh, I don't. I just have it more for like entertaining like friends or family or like family members, young ones. Yeah. 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 I really got, I got into, I got that Sid Meier Civilization. What's that? It's like a, like Age of Empires type game. Okay. Yeah. And I bought all the expansion packs because it was really cool because you could use like Maori natives for New Zealand and like build, start in like, you know, the Stone Ages and work all your way up to like traveling to Mars and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. But I got too into it, man. I just like, I play. I started playing like I was playing twelve to eighteen hours a day, and wow. I was like, I just stop. Yeah, I just because it felt like real life, you know. I'm like, oh, I'm contributing <laughs> to society. I created my own society. Yeah, yeah, and it's really interesting. Like I play as Australia, and every time you build a new city, it like you know names it like an existing Australian city. And so, like, I remember just because I wanted to. Uh, I created a new city and it was called Bendigo. Like you don't choose the name it gets. I just was like, I want to get Bendigo to be the best city. So I just made Bendigo the capital of Australia. Wow. Yeah. That's, and, uh, that's sick. Bendigo's thriving, man. It's uh, the cultural hub of Australia now. Nice one. Hey, nice work. Yeah. Can I say something yeah. on Bendigo? Yeah, go on. Yeah. I reckon, and this is no shit, you and I met in Bendigo. What? Yeah, because um, for those listening at home, and I mean, you you might not know too, but um, we actually met like on tour. Like I hadn't met Chochi yeah. before we toured with him years ago. Um, yeah. My, my old band, Arne Leopard. Shout out, Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the first show I played on that tour was the Bendigo show. So that's where we would have met. Was it really? Yeah. Because I came in halfway through because this is another fun fact. Will filled in for me oh, for two weeks while me and Jamie went to LA. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, remember wow. Will was playing playing guitar for me? Oh, of course. Because that was like a three-month tour and Will did like the first like four weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I joined in halfway through and that's where we met. Dude, and you know what's crazy too is that you guys went on to use that same bus. <laughs> Yeah. That, um, sure. And you got acquainted with Alan. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So we used the we used the, 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 the tour bus that we used for the second season of our show was the same bus that Gang of Youths used on a big Australian it was, tour. It was actually inspired by Gang <laughs> of Youths. It was inspired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh In a nice God. way. Yeah. And um oh. and Alan Alan was the bus driver. Yeah, and he, yeah. he he ended up doing a little cameo on our on our yeah, show did. playing himself, and he did a great job, yeah. fucking good job. He fucking slammed what it. What did yeah. he do again? Does he say something about Steve Vai or something? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> Joe Satriani. So he's doing like the yeah, um, the, the in um, induction to the bus, like telling everyone the rules. And then yeah. Jamie goes, who's the best guitarist in the world? And he goes, Joe Satriani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> which was improvised gold. Improvised genius. Yeah. yeah. But literally, he would talk about Joe Satriani and Steve Vai. Yeah. A lot. God the, bless you, Cooney. The funny thing about Alan, or we just doxed another person on yeah, the Yeah, we've just been doxing, been people, doxing all morning. people all morning. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the funny thing about, um, about that whole situation to me was that he, like, slept on the bus too. <laughs> Yes. So you oh, go to sleep man. with all your, all your mates, and then there's just like the driver there, like poking his head out, like from underneath, like trying to chime in on jokes. And stinky stuff. feet just yeah. hanging yeah. on the side stinky of his little tiny bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I remember hearing from like uh, uh, an American tour manager how like bus drivers hate finding socks because who knows what boys do with socks. Yeah. And this tour manager would call them dream catches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nah. It, it literally took me two weeks to work out what that meant. I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Wow. But yeah, yeah Alan, Alan, that just sounds like a like a Supremes cover band or something, or like a, a Motown band. Alan Cooney and the Dreamcatchers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, the first time I met Alan, no, the first day we were back on the bus, um, he, um, me and him drove down to like a shop, like a Woolworths or something, and he bought a Magnum. Yeah. And when he went to eat the Magnum, the whole middle was melted. It was oh. like, yeah, you know, it's kind of sad. It's, yeah, I know. It's like because you don't know it's melted until you bite into it and then it's just liquid falls yeah. out. It's just a milk. It's just milk. Oh, it's just yeah. milk. Yeah. Anyway, that's just, so disappointing. Where are you? Are you back in? Are you back in Sydney, Chachi? Yeah, I just moved to a new spot. I've taken advantage of, uh, you know, uh, obviously we're in like unfortunate times, and we would all rather this not have happened. But a positive thing that's come out of it is like uh, cheap housing. Sure. Um, so yeah, I moved into a new spot in Waterloo. Very happy. I've got a fucking little studio room now. Got room for that. Got oh, fucking, sick. Got my little shrine going there. Nice. Everton shrine. Yeah. Oh, what? Uh, also, I love Waterloo, sorry. man. I lived there for a while. Me too. No way. Yeah, ages actually. That's like that was the first suburb I lived in in Sydney when I moved there. Me too. Yeah. Where did you move? Where did you move from? I moved from the Gold Coast when I was nineteen. Are you from the Goldie? I'm from Goldie. I have no idea. Yeah, you're from Newey, right? No, no. I grew up like uh, Northwest Sydney, like Hill District. Oh right, okay. Yeah, but there was the, like for whatever reason, um, there were just heaps of people from Newcastle that hang there and he's the people from the hills that like to go to Newcastle. So I just grew up or I knew a lot of people from Newcastle. It was right. Just weird. Yeah. yeah. How'd you yeah. meet Callum? Shout out to Callum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I met Callum first through uh, one of my best friends and the gang youth manager, Kurt Bailey. Uh, yeah. um, shout out to so Callum. Shout out to Kurt. Um, Callum was doing a bunch of stuff at FBI. Shout out to FBI. Yeah, FBI. <laughs> big shout out FBI. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just remember uh, Kurt bringing in this guy one meeting and just you know talking about how Cal just has really good instinct and just taste for I don't know just music and creativity I guess generally. Yeah. Um, which I think you both would agree. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, we just really got along from there. We also had very similar paths. I didn't know this at the time, but like, um, yeah, we both grew up in like evangelical Christianity mm-hmm. and were quite involved in that. I don't, I don't know how much Cal wants people to know about that, but sorry, Cal, I'm uh, you out. We're doxing everyone else. Yeah. 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 Um, 
but you know, so there, there was this like, we had this like same likeness of like where we're at in life. Um, you know, we maybe don't reflect on our past the same, but I'm really grateful of my past, but I don't believe in anything mm. uh, that involves, you know, what I, what I grew up in. But yeah. um, I, I think there is something I, I've met, I've met a lot of people around the world and there's just something about people who grew up in evangelical Christianity in particular and who've either progressed from it or escaped from it, however you want to look, they want to look at it. Um, There's just something, there's an understanding that you seem to gain with people of that likeness that you just don't with anyone who who hasn't grown up in it. And it's really hard to explain. I don't know. I don't know if either one of you um, had experience in that world. Um, No, no, no. I certainly didn't. No, but I I get the same, like Jimmy, um, our mutual mate, Jimmy, like I get the same kind of, um, well, sentiments from him. You know about yeah, right. About a similar past, yeah. Yeah, and there are really beautiful things that um, have added to our person and our personalities. I guess our character, but there are also you know burdens that we have to work through. Yeah, um, through coming through that world, um, and it's just really really interesting there's just like this unspoken thing where like you know even even if you you know like for the sake of cal and i, I hope he doesn't mind uh me speaking on his behalf but like yeah he uh there's certain things he just doesn't like to touch on with that stuff mm. uh, you know whereas i'm i i like to engage in that but i just i find it really interesting how it's affected people differently yeah um, yeah what would, what would you say like what something that i have i've noticed about myself i grew up with like a strong sense of catholic guilt and i didn't grow up in a catholic household but oh wow yeah it's weird it's weird i was like a really guilty kid and could you could you explain that like what do you mean by that well i used to have to like when i was really young like for, for instance the first time i masturbated i felt like i'd I'd committed a cardinal sin. I don't know what a right. cardinal sin is, but I'd committed a sin. And yeah. um and I felt like I needed to confess and I oh, wow. yeah, and I actually confessed to my mum when I was 12 that I'd masturbated. Wow. And it wasn't just with that, it was like when I first tried drugs, like when I was 14 or whatever, I smoked some weed, I felt like I had to confess that. It was this strange sense of guilt. And my mum wasn't and isn't religious and I didn't grow up in a religious school. I went to a public school, but I feel like it was like in my blood or something. I'm not really sure how it happened. So you had no Catholic conditioning whatsoever. How how did you know about the the process of confession and how it worked? I don't know. Maybe through movies. I mean, I had a religious teacher in primary school, but it was like one hour a week or something like that. And I and I don't really remember paying a, a lot of attention, but I guess like, I guess like religious indoctrination kind of it's kind of it's kind of everywhere um yeah early on as a kid but i'm i'm curious to know what your sort of what what some of the things you've had to work out um later in life like the the knots that you're still untying in yourself right yeah man that's really interesting thanks for sharing that um that's just so crazy how um you know you could be influenced subconsciously so like so vaguely you know it's not it's not um abrupt and you're not being objectified to things yet you still felt the need to do all that stuff. I find that so interesting. <laughs> I feel like that just makes me want to know more about your brain and how you work. No offense, Todd, your brain's interesting too. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Todd just masturbates yeah, without uh, any guilt. Yeah. He's fine. I didn't <laughs> masturbate until I was 22. <laughs> really? That's not true. <laughs> that can't be true. Uh, no, nah, it's not true. Yeah. yeah, actually, it was on that um, Bendigo tour, I think. Oh, the first that. time. Yeah, Bendigo. yeah. Into yeah. the Dreamcatcher. Yeah. yeah, you guys were so good. <laughs> <laughs> 
so good me and Alan Cudi could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, to answer your question, um, I remember the first time I masturbated, and I was also 12. I was in year seven. Yeah. And I just remembered thinking, oh, this just feels good. And when I ejaculated, I remember just looking down at myself and thinking, I literally said out loud to myself, oh, wow, I'm all grown up. <laughs> and, you know, I cleaned myself up and I was just like, oh, wow, I'm, I am a real man. I'm just like, wow, I'm a man. I kept saying that out loud. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wow. You know? And then I remember thinking, okay, I'm a man. That was an accident. Um, <laughs> if I continue to do that, then that's wrong. So, mm. you know, I had this understanding of, um, you know, I grew up in a really religious family that studied the Bible. Like, you know, we would, you know, we didn't have nursery rhymes and whatever. We had Bible stories and wow. biblical children's mm. songs and, you know, everything was the thing, the thing that, uh, where we grew up in and the, like the leaders around me, my parents, especially, uh, there was a lot of focus on compassion and grace and understanding mm. and context. So, for me in that moment, I was able to go, hey, I can't beat myself up because I didn't mean to do this. Mm. But if I continue to do this, which obviously I did, mm. um, but I would have fuck thinking. Like I remember when my dad's father passed away, you know, my grandfather, and thinking like, I can't jerk off because he's watching me. He was a really religious man. Mm. And I would literally come and apologize to him. Wow. And then ask him to apologize to God because I felt so ashamed that I couldn't even talk to God directly. Yeah. You know? I got really bullied for being Christian. Right. And I got really bullied for, you know, I, I fucked up my knee. I had to have this crazy knee surgery where I couldn't walk for two years. So I got bullied for being an Islander who wasn't good at sport as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was just a, a weird time. I mean, it was a fox time, but it really made me see the real world, I guess. And I, I don't think if I if I went to if I didn't go to boarding school, I think I'd still be Christian. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. With Christianity. And you're you're rewarded with how how blind you are mm. and how much you you know, esteem your God above others. You like in the Bible it talks about how God is greater and you sing songs about he's greater. Whereas other religions there's not so much talk about how their God is better than every other God. Yeah. And so you really go into it like with this pride and you're not, you're not willing to, to accept or be open to other ways of life. And so in a way like that bullying really tore me down and built down this, these walls of uh, arrogance I had. Mm. And what I would believe a lot of arrogance that a lot of Christians have. Yeah. Um, where, Oh, you know, we do borrow things and ideas and teachings from other religions as all religions do. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I find Christians generally believe that their, their thing is the one. Yeah. You know? um, and coming out of boarding school really showed me that. It was like, oh, wow, there isn't the one. This guy believes his thing just as much as I believe my thing. Um, and I think that planted the seed of opening my mind up to, to other things other than how I was brought up. I'm grateful for how I was brought up, but, you know, yeah. I am very grateful for where I'm at now, what I believe. Really? There's a lot of untangling to be done, isn't there? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, some, sometimes I'm, I'm just like amazed at how as you get older, there's just so much, there's so much more unlearning to do in order to actually lead, lead like a, a genuinely happy existence. And so much totally. bullshit conditioning that we go through um, as kids, not to say that religion is bullshit, you know, 
um, each their own, but there's just there's there's a lot of components of every religion that that don't really uh, take into account. You know, that add shame, add shame, add guilt, uh, and these yeah. are not things that we want to be like operating with. Yeah, man, it must um, it must be so confusing to like have this like natural urge to like masturbate, but have this like, immediate <laughs> guilt like straight after. Like, what, I I never experienced. You that. didn't feel like guilty about it, nah. I mean, just guilty as in like it was naughty or something, but never like anything like to the extent of what you were talking about, Chochi. You know, like wow. having to apologize or hide it from God or anything like that. Mm. And that's such well, a big my fucking grandfather, thing. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I always kind of wondered and um how much like um especially when Gang of Youth was starting out, like the that community and the church and stuff played like a role in like the band sort of forming in um, the early stages of your career or of that of the band's career, sorry. You know, trying to play worship music. There has to be this general consistency. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to like, there's like 20 minutes to set up and then there's sound check and you learn things like when they're doing vocals, don't play, you know. <laughs> when they're checking the drums, no one else plays, you yeah. know. <laughs> so you learn really valuable yeah, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to call um, and yeah. apologize for that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, I always get asked um, by, like, mutual friends in the music industry, like, oh, why are there so many, like, Hillsong session players or evangelical session players? Because you learn these things. Yeah. And they're, they're so good at session music, like, their session work because they picked up all this stuff and been practicing it since like the age of 12. So, you know, and you really learn so much about playing in church is about reading the room. Everything is not about yourself. It doesn't matter about your solo, your drum fill, or your little vocal run. It's all about the congregation. Mm. So you're constantly like from a young age, before you even get to think about yourself, like, you're thinking about others. You're thinking about how, what can I do to like add value to what's going on mm. or, you know, what the, the MD or the preacher is trying to convey. Yeah. So those are like really positive things, yeah, right? That, that you can add, that adds value to a group like gang youth. But within that, there are some inherent problems. Like because you practice so much about, you know, being there for others and facilitating others, like, you don't actually, you find that I find a lot of Christian musicians find it really hard to articulate themselves musically because they've actually never developed a creative personality. Right. And I think, you know, that's why like me and Dave have been able to come out of the church and, and do well outside of it because we actually, although we learned all that shit, we always like, we were like, we didn't like playing Christian music. Yeah. Like, Dave was always into his metal and his punk and I was really into my experimental. And so, you know, we'd be having like worship music moments where it's like meant to be quiet and I'd be doing like fucking Radiohead, you know, oscillating noises. And me and Dave would always get told off for that kind of stuff, you know? But like, Mm -hmm. we were like, no, like, I feel like this is what, you know, at that time I was like, this is what I believe God's like put inside me. And this is, I can't help it. You know, if this is being true to myself, yeah, and I, and I do believe I'm adding value to it, and so that's where I think there was this tension where like we just couldn't exist in that world because mm. we had we had too much personality, mm-hmm. and it's not that we were selfish or that you know we were trying to steal the limelight. Which in that world it can be interpreted like that—that you're unmoldable, that you're not faithful, that you're um, you know you're, you're disobedient. But in reality, it's like no, this is what having a conscience is is like, and 
Man, I have a lot of friends, um, and, and I'm sorry to anyone listening. Uh, it's, it's not a personal attack, but I find a lot of my friends that have been a part of that world for a lot of their musical life, they really, when they try to do things outside of church, they really struggle to articulate themselves because they've perfected being essentially like a puppet. Yeah. You know, like an extremely talented puppet. But like, you know, you ask the puppet to do something itself, you can't. It needs, you yeah. know, it needs something else. It needs to the puppet the master. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, to exist in that world, I wish I could write a book or shoot a documentary on what that world looks like because there's nothing out there that really shows it. But to exist in that world, you have to be a driverless, like super fast car, essentially. You're like a Ferrari, but the Ferrari is only as good as its driver. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the leaders up top are the, the drivers. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. What's... I'm sorry if that was very long-winded. No, that's cool, man. That's mad. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, and what's... So have you talked much about... I don't know... Have you talked much about post-ganger youth stuff? Are you are you comfortable talking about your? Yeah, I'm very comfortable. You yeah. left you, I, you left the band. Is that right? Yes. You know, I was very grateful for every like those guys and gangs. That was my best friends. Like you know, Dave is my best friend, and we have what goes beyond a friendship. You know, I would say it. It feels insulting just calling him a best friend, mm. um, and it's as intimate as like two lovers without the sex. I would say. Yeah. Um, but even with all of that, it's when you have something in your heart which you feel you need to do and the place you're currently at is just not fulfilling. Mm. Um, you know, with every new high with gangs that we experienced in the last two years, I just didn't find it fulfilling and that's why I knew I, I had to move on. Uh, a friend of the band's, uh, well, the band's A&R guy um, at Sony here um, had been talking to me about starting a label um, and he thought that's something like I could do well in and he could help me and show me what that looks like. Mm. And I started recording my own music. I didn't even know how to write a song. Um, I'd never finished a song before, but um, I called my friend Tim Fitz, who plays in the Middle Kids. I lied to him. I was like, hey, I've got this song. Um, when I'm next in Oz, I'd love to record it with yeah. you. He's like, sick. And I ended up recording like a whole album's worth with Tim. Um, yeah, and when I told the band, um, they're obviously sad but very supportive. Yeah, and yeah, since I moved back, man, I just hit the ground running. I just this band I am now managing um, and also signing to my label. Uh, I actually found them via Bumble. Um, oh I had God. Bumble for three weeks last year, <laughs> and I matched with this lady, and she was like, "Oh, you look musical," and I was like, "I don't know how I look musical in my very." Family-ish looking photos. Yeah. You kind of actually, like, you do look a bit like a treble clef. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is the greatest description of myself I've ever heard. That is fantastic. <laughs> wow, you big treble clef energy. So <laughs> you're on. Hang on, you're but you're on Bumble for dating reasons, right? Yeah, I was just like, you know, having a flick. Uh, one scrolling, of the fuck. scrolling through the quavers. Yeah. Uh, no, not one as fuck. I don't know. I was just interested. I'm like, um, so anyway, Master's Chick, she's like, you look musical. I was like, I guess, whatever. And she's like, oh, what are you listening to? I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to answer that. Uh, you look musical. It's like, you reckon- yeah, it's like, <laughs> you, like, you yeah. kind of look like. We sold out seven fucking yeah, horns. Are you- yeah. <laughs> there's, there's only one face or name that's memorable from, from Gangy. 
Trust me. That I, is a lie. I, I, I can walk around a gang youth concert and like easily go unnoticed. Wow. Um, which I, I was very happy oh, I bet. to do. That's funny because I can't. Last time I was there, I got recognized. <laughs> really? Dude, you got Well, you have a fucking TV show. That's why. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the end of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she says, you look musical. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm listening to. And she's like, well, check out this group. Um, I saw them last night and I can't stop listening to them. So she linked me this band and I listened to the EP they had. Out. I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. And I went to write back to her. Hey, this is cool. And she unmatched me. <gasps> I searched this band. <laughs> 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 So I searched this band and um, I saw they were playing like the same night. So I went and saw them. I loved the live show and I approached them after and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know how else to say this because I've never done this before, but do you guys have representation? Can I guess her name? Yeah. Go. I have some, I sometimes have a bit of a psychic ability. This, this is true. All right. And I feel like her name's Amanda. Ooh. I actually, I thought it was Alyssa, but I think you could be right. Get out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think it was Amanda. I'm trying to remember. I, oh. And uh, for some reason, honestly, I have I have a full name in my head. I have a surname as well. What is it? Right. It's Rays or Rise and it's spelled R-E-Y-E-S. R-E-Y-E-S. Why is that coming to me? Maybe because that's your catfish bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda Rise. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a 12-month plan and it's finally come to fruition. I've had some amazing psychic yeah. experiences, actually. I forgot okay. about how psychic you are. Well, look, I'm not that psychic. Let's but they come in they randomly. Come, they come in and, you know, it's a skill that if you practice, you can actually get good at. Um, wow. I had a family friend... Um, Named Jeff, just to dock him, <laughs> dox him rather. Um, Shit, lovely man, and um, shout out, incredibly psychic. And and I was only young when 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 we were kind of like friends. And um, he just said, you know, if you if you have that sort of like instinct, you need to practice it. You can't just be good at it. And so for a little while, I was practicing it. And there were um there were a couple of times like I was working at a retail shop, and one day I said something about um. I said to this guy, Stuart, I'm feeling wheelbarrow with you. And he said, that's weird. I was gardening yesterday with a wheelbarrow. Right? Now, that's a small example, but that's yeah. quite weird. It's undeniable. Should, Dude, I, should I try I and do it? Yeah. Um, I'm feeling, have you ever owned a set of brass knuckles? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about a flick knife? Like that. Nope. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's all right. Um, oh, you just got to practice, don't you? you Maybe we'll do a segment, get people to call a in. Psychic we'll a psychic segment. That'd thing. be fun. Yeah, it'd be really fun. Yeah. But isn't so much of being a psychic just profiling? Well, I mean, maybe. Maybe for... But like... If you're cheating. I think it's kind of like... You know, the times that I've done it, I've... And they've only been little ones like wheelbarrows and shit. Oh, what, can I try with you, Jamie? Oh, no, you yeah. Sorry, you well, all thing. I was going to say is that I've just looked at the person and then dropped everything from my mind, and then the first image that that drops in is, and it kind of feels like a memory or something. Right. But I guess the thing is, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you can't actually distinguish between what your brain has fed you and what has actually come from somewhere else. Right. Okay. And, and the times that it's right, it feels like it's come from somewhere else. But um, yeah, practice on me. 
Okay. Um, you know how to surf. I don't. Fuck, dude. I'm that so was sorry. doing the yeah. I knew you were the Broncos. Yeah. Okay. Do me. Yeah, you profiled me, man. Me. Yeah, I profiled you. Okay. Um, don't think. Don't think. Just look. Just look. Um, I am thinking cheese for some reason. What about it? I am thinking halloumi. You like halloumi. I don't like cheese at all. Yeah, Todd's vegan. What? And even when I wasn't vegan, I didn't hate like cheese. dairy and cheese and shit. Yeah. Hates it all. Well, yeah. yeah, that's what I should have said. You hate yeah. cheese. Todd's and this is why you failed Bible college. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, make a noise, make a noise. Yeah, hit something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bible college sounds kind of fun though. You just get to do, like fuck around, guess, pe- guess shit oh, about people, <laughs> evangelize dude, shit. <laughs> dude, ch- growing up in church and Bible college is like I will have content and stories and experiences to like share from and work through for the rest of my life. <laughs> there was a guy who was associated with Hillsong um, who wrote this number one like worldwide Christian hit called Healer. And, you know, off the, um, on, the, off the, on the basis that he had cancer. Okay. And, but um, he had faked having cancer to hide a porn addiction. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he was like one of my leaders. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was insane. I had this insane leg injury and he had come to visit me in the hospital. Um, and he would tell me shit like, you can do it. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. I have a certificate from like the Australian health authorities that say I've been administered the most amount of chemo that mm. anyone in Australia has ever been administered, which I now know is bullshit because everyone who is on chemo gets given the most amount of chemo any human can receive. You can't get more than the amount right. that's given to you. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird, um, weird flex, eh? Mm. No yeah. one's had more chemo than me. Nobody. I've <laughs> yeah. had so much fucking chemo. Nobody's had more chemo than me. Right? No one. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, dude, and interestingly, like before he had cancer, he um, he wrote songs for um, commercials for a living. He wrote the Banana Boat song. Oh. Banana Boat. Don't just put lyrics to the fucking Muppet song. No one's had yeah. more chemo than me. Nobody. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, dude, it's just fucking crazy to shit in it. Like growing up with youth and going to Bible college is like fucking amazing. Yeah, it sounds. But fun. not not for the reasons like why the church would hope for it to be amazing. Like not because I was touched by God and you know forever changed. Just because I just experienced the most fucking hilarious shit. Yeah, that I will ever come across in my whole life. I a- guess they have good people. Yep, I don't know. A- but yeah, the, a- whole, the whole the whole Ahab. What's Ahab? Old Hillsong of Bastards. Fucking hilarious. Dude, uh, as you two would remember from living in Waterloo, there's so many fucking cops. There's a needless amount of fucking state money that's been spent on just cops. Mm. Just They just drive around waiting for a crime to happen. Yeah. Um, I went to take um, the dog for a walk this morning and I decided to wear those TNs and I'm wearing this. Yeah. And I, you know, I see the cop cars all the time and like I never get hassled, but because I was wearing trackies and TNs, they slowed down this morning and were like watching me more. Fuck. And I was just like, that's fucked. That's like profiling. That like, is straight up. Yeah. Just because I'm wearing TNs. That's fucking stupid. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, Redfern and Waterloo's full of cops, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Yeah, agreed. All right, what's worse, a Nazi or a cop? Uh, well, they're, most of the time they're the same thing, it would seem. <laughs> yeah, right answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trick question. <laughs> yeah. Um, we probably can't record too much longer because yeah. it'll be too long. Yeah. My phone's going to die. Um, um, Chochi, but, what a great punk, brother. Thanks for coming on on the show. So good to chat, man. Um, thank you. Hey, um, before I go, I really... I, I want to lend this guitar to you guys. You guys got to do this. Oh, um, yeah. I've been telling Todd about this. This is uh, my Wes Borland signature. It's Fuck like it. a limp wicket signature. Oh, dude. It's fucking sick. Holy shit. It's so fresh. Where so did you get that, dude? Um, the UK Gangies tour manager. He used to be in like a, a metal prog band and he got given it by Yamaha. Fuck. Crazy man! It, it, this thing, fucking, this is a very easy stuff for guitar. It, dude, it's, it's it is. That's sick, sick, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can yeah. just tell. That's I want to record with that next weekend. Um, yeah, or if, if you're such a good guy, maybe you just put it in a box and just send it down. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I've got a gym root uh, telly, so it'll go. It'll go nice next to that. Oh fuck yeah! Dude, I set it down, but I'm loving it myself. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, dude, fuck thanks yeah. so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Chachi. No um, all right, man. Guys, it's been great. Yeah, it's so been fun. really nice. Could have gone for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll Thank see you. you hopefully in real life sometime soon. Oh, please. Yes, please. I, I'm really grateful that you'd ask me to be on Thanks so much. Pleasure, man. It was a really great chat. Uh, thank you. Likewise, man. All right. Have a good day, dude. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Take it easy. Bye.